Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics with your proof daily NFT countdown. I hope you had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. I said I might not be here today, but I am here today. I'm not going to be here tomorrow though. So tomorrow's going to be the first day off we have had in 65 or so weekdays of doing this show. But let's get right into it. Let's talk about what happened over the weekend. And then we'll be back on Wednesday for the two-day recap. But let's get go. Starting with a quick market overview volumes down a fair bit over the weekend if you look at market share again something like 70 percent of market share with blur you can see that little yellow area towards the end there that's because x2y2 has had a few more trades a couple big azuki sales on x2y2 have given them a bit of share unique buyers still kind of trending upward i kind of i kind of like this trend that we're seeing here up a bit from the silicon valley bank news which was really when uh unique buyers kind of hit a low uh, in terms of prices, they were down again, down 1.5% on the large cap index, basically to one-year lows for where this index has been in ETH terms. In terms of components over the past three days, Azuki was up a fair bit, Captain's up a small bit, and then weakness in Gutter, Codas, Doodles, CryptoPunks had some weakness as well. Mid-cap index continues to grind lower. I added this pink line, you know, a lot of these mid-cap NFTs were just cranking higher and higher at the end of the last year. Feels like we've pretty much round trip that and are back to basically where we were before that big rally began. In terms of the past three days, there was strength in Valhalla, VV Checks, and some weakness in Forgotten Ruin Wizards, Wreck Guy, Renga, and a couple others. I wanted to look at the past 90 days because this is where this is where the weakness really has been in the mid caps. And you can see Onchain Monkey, very strong. Kumpai Pandas, really strong. But Chimpers, Renga, Degen Tunes, all down more than 60% over the past 90 days. One NFT I wanted to call out was Wolf Game. You know, Wolf Game was pretty hot at the beginning of the year. We saw Seed Phrase do some crazy trades where he traded, you know, a CryptoPunk for a whole bunch of Wolf Game assets. It really kind of got a lot of focus. This here looks at the floor asset within Wolf Game, and you can see that it really has grinded lower. Why am I talking about it today? It's because they announced that they are going to be doing something with wool, basically with a bunch of things you can do in the game will, will force people to burn wool. Uh, and wool is, of course, the currency of the game. So interesting to see that, trying to make some moves, perhaps to get some of these assets up in value a little bit. Milady had a big pump, you know, went from something like 1.2 to 2.3 ETH. You never know what's going on with these guys. It always just seems to kind of pump and dump at random times. I tweeted about this. It's always interesting to tweet and see what the responses are that come back. And if they're interesting, I can push them to you. Here's one, you know, K2 underscore NFT. This guy's one of the absolute best at tracking airdrop farmers. He said basically that someone bought 46 Miladies, an airdrop, a very well-known airdrop farmer, kind of in the game, bought a ton of those, and that's what sent the price higher. Then another person tweeted at me, your tweet precipitated a dump. I guess after I tweeted that, you know, Miladies have gone down about 0.4 ETH to about 1.8. So who knows? Really hard to keep track of a lot of the pumps and dumps in this space. D-Gods, I want to call it D-Gods here because the floor went back up above 9 ETH. You know, after they moved to ETH, we saw that floor grind lower and lower, went from nine to something in the sevens, you know, but over the, over the weekend, we saw a nice little rally there and that floor price is back in the mid nines right now. Uh, in terms of art projects, you know, not a whole lot to speak of. This is, again, this chart is just over the past 24 hours, you know, a Fidenza and a Ringer sale. Let's look at those two right now. These are the biggest sales over the weekend. So over the past 72 hours, this Ringer sold for 26 ETH. Again, that's, you know, well below where the floor is. So uh, again, you know, sellers reaching for liquidity where they can get it. A Fidenza for 57 ETH. This is the third Fidenza we've seen sell for under 60 ETH in the past week or so. And then there's a Gazer there, which sold for uh, which sold for 16.69 ETH. Nice to see that. And then a 5.53 ETH 
uh, anti-cyclone sales. So not a ton of volume in our blocks and where we do see volume tends to be around the floor, sometimes slightly below, sometimes a little bit above. Second story to talk about, Yuga helmets and pendants. I thought this was interesting because Yuga's adding a lot of NFTs to the ecosystem, but these are a couple that are kind of add-ons to the existing NFTs, starting with the winged helmet. If you remember, you know, they did their journey into other deed into their land or into just kind of a tour of the game universe that is being created they had four teams and one team won and they just dropped everybody who participated on that team their own winged helmet this is what it looks like you can see there are 2218 that were dropped and the floor price is 0.65 ETH. gotta love it when yuga sends you a thousand dollars for free in the mail not in the mail this is nfts just drops it in your wallet Pretty awesome to see a little bit of detail around it. These are cosmetic enhancements only for Voyager. Avatars Voyager, again, is their kind of term for other deed assets. Uh, there, You can't use them right now. You can't see them in your avatar, but for future activations and other side, you will be able to see them. 2218 were dropped, ERC-115, and it's a 0% royalty NFT. Awesome to see. Here's where the sales were. Right when they were launched, you can see those sales went up to about 0.85 ETH. Had some pretty big sales. They've since trended lower, a couple below, or one below 0.6, but really kind of in that 0.6 ETH range. Nothing to complain about when you get that free NFT dropped into your wallet. The other thing with Yuga and Relics, here we have the Gucci pendants. You know, these were sold. These were available to, for sale for anyone who owned an other deed. Uh, and if you bought them, you not only are going to get the pendant, but you also get to put an your NFT, your Coda, or your, your, your Coda basically gets that Gucci emblem on it that enhances the look of the NFT. They also did that for the stones, uh, the vessels, the vessels, remember the name, the vessels. They also did it for the vessels where you can throw them on your vessels. A little bit about it, only 3,020 sold out. So about 10% did not sell out. Now I put only that there are 30,000 other deed holders. This means that about 10% of other deed holders decided to spend $1,900 on a piece of jewelry. I think that's pretty impressive. I mean, this is a group of people that is united because they like digital assets. So 1900 bucks is a lot for jewelry if you're not into jewelry. So I was pretty surprised so many people did. Cool to see that. If you look at the codas, the ones that, these are the two floor codas right now. You can see the ones that have the jewelry have a much higher floor, 11.5 ETH versus the normal floor of 9.5 ETH. Now that doesn't say a ton about where things are trading, but perhaps the ones that have this jewelry on them will trade better over time. Third story to talk about, Gremlin Burns Nakamigos. This was crazy. This was crazy. Who would have seen this coming? But he basically, you know, a little bit about Gremlin. I mean, we know that Gremlin did cryptos. Gremlin did oddities. Now, Brian Brinkman here wrote a tweet saying, a lot of these Nakamigos basically focusing on the teeth look like Gremlin art. You know, we still don't know who the artist was. Who knows if, if Gremlin was or not. But what Gremlin decided to do was create this NFT, and he made it 69 of them. They're called Fry Harvesters, where in order to get one, you had to burn a Nakamigo. Kind of crazy, right? I mean, especially if he's not involved, you have to burn something else to get this. Kind of crazy. Here, here, here are the burn rules. Free otherwise, just burn an Akamigo. 69 out of 69 did get redeemed. In terms of where the floor price are right now, you can see the Nakamigo is at 0.8 ETH floor, whereas this Fry NFT is at 0.75 ETH floor. The people who did come out, come out of the bat and, and burnt and then sold right away, there were some sales above 1.35 ETH. Here are two, 1.42 and 1.39 ETH. So Pretty interesting trailer trade for people who did that burn. Now, a lot of people are saying, is this going to be the future? Are we going to be burning other people's NFTs to create new NFTs? I, I mean, I think maybe it's fun. Who knows? But I don't think you know anybody can do what they want with their NFTs. And I guess you can ask people to burn if you want to, but it doesn't earn the creator any money. So if, let's say, Gremlin, you know, if he, assuming he's not involved in Nakamigos, basically he got nothing from this. He just got 69 burnt, burnt Nakamigos. They, they don't go to him. They go to the burn wallet. 
uh, you know, and he, he got nothing in return for this NFT. So interesting stunt, good for his publicity and whatnot, but I'm not sure we'll see a ton of this, but always fun to see new tricks, new adventures in NFTs. Fourth story to talk about, Fellowship AI launches. I've been talking about Fellowship for a little while. They are the ones that did that, that mint recently with Rope Renisto. They also did uh, a new mint where basically for 0.1 ETH, if you had the pass and 0.2 ETH, otherwise you got work from one of 10 artists who have all this kind of post photography AI art. Here is a tweet where they're announcing that it is coming from Fellowship. And this is from Fellowship AI, thanking everybody who was involved, thanking the artists, thanking Rope. Now I would go to Fellowship AI and just scroll through their, their feed because you see tons of the awesome art. They retweet a lot of people who bought this art. As far as some of the projects, there were 10, you know, as far as some of the ones that have traded a little better, this one called Pink is such a useless color, has a floor right now of 0.9 ETH, has done a lot of volume, very cool work, kind of has this Asian and pink and blue kind of unity that holds all the images together. This one called The Great Freeze is basically an AI, an AI project on what would the world look like if everything froze over, a ton of cool art there that currently has a 0.5 ETH floor, but I would check them all out. I mean, I just, I just pulled two out, but really there's a ton of cool work in here. So go have a look. Congrats to everybody involved there. And then lastly, let's talk about a few notable sales, starting first with Azuki's. There've been four massive Azuki sales just over the past few days, you know, and only one of these was a spirit. That one in the lower right just sold. That was a spirit with a ticket in its hand, but you also had this devil NFT in the lower left for 160 ETH, a golden skateboard for 200 ETH. Even though the golden skateboard has a much lower floor, I think the golden skateboard and the headphones made that one interesting. And then a triple water for 165.5 ETH. So Grail Azuki is completely on fire right now. One of the buyers we know, this was uh, Meme Land, you know, nine gig CEO, that whole team decided to put some of their treasury into this devil Azuki. I believe that was the one that sold for 165 ETH. The burning by X copy, this piece sold. This is a one of one for X copy sold for 242 ETH. Massive sale there. Kind of in line. These are two recent X copy one of ones sold for 250 and 235. So 242 right in line there, but awesome to see these big sales in kind of what I feel like has been a pretty bearish market for one of one work. Uh, this piece Duality by Rick Ostenbrook sold for 24.2 ETH. Really cool piece here. A little bit about Rick. He is a digital artist from the Netherlands, famous for bold color use and new ways to create abstraction. He's been creating digitally for about 17 years. Clients, Mercedes-Benz, Apple, Cirque du Soleil, clearly a very accomplished artist. I love looking through his work. Some really cool pieces. I think this was the third highest sale he's had. He's had sales for 33, 34 but this was definitely a very strong sale for him. And then I also just looked at his website. I'd recommend everyone to do it. Had a skin that was featured in Apple and just some photography, just all sorts of cool stuff. Definitely worth checking out his work. And then the last sale to talk about of the day, The Hostage by Terrell, Terrell Jones, sold for 20 ETH. We've talked about Terrell a lot. We've had him on the podcast. Go check it out. Terrell's the man. Really cool art. I thought this was awesome to see this sold for 20 ETH. I believe, but I'm not sure that this might be fractionalized and sold as part of an event at NFT NYC. I'm not totally sure, but I believe that's possible. If that's wrong, I'm sorry. Don't quote me. But in terms of other top Terrell Jones sales, he's had a bunch of stuff in the high teens. He's had another sale even higher, but it's not on Super Rare. So it's really hard to find it. I couldn't find it this morning, but he's had a bunch of stuff in that 16 to 18 ETH range. So awesome to see him have this 20 ETH sale, just a huge sale for him. That is all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. As I said, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, but we will be back on Wednesday with a two-show or with a two-day summary of what went down. Give us a like below, subscribe to the channel, tell us what you think, and we'll be back and see you soon. Have a great day.